You're listening to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 268, and I am your host, uh, Andy Cool Guy Magoo. That's right. Today on the show, I will be chatting with the Goondock Saint, and we'll be listening to some cool music. I don't know why I need to tell you all that, because that is what we do every week here on Beyond Synth. But uh, yeah, we got lots of cool music to listen to, and we are going to have a good time. I would like to just do a quick shout out to my awesome PayPal's, because we're always thanking the Patreons, and I always forget to thank the awesome PayPal's. And so I just want to do a quick shout out to Digital Dreams, Jimmy Groon, the Rosconian, Gustav Velichek, Russell Nyes, Anselmo Incorporated, Austin Whetstone, Brandon Morin, Upgrade Jimpy, the king of the PayPal's, Jersey, Ross Bruce. Daniel Williams and Timothy Warwick. You guys are all awesome. Thank you so much for supporting Beyond Synth. And today, pay close attention because I've got some download codes to give away, all right? I feel like you all never pay attention, so I want you to start. <laughs> Please start with episode 268 to pay attention. Uh, look, let's listen to some cool music, all right? I have one here from Holland, H O L O N, from the album Experiments Against Reality. This is Construct by Holland.
All right, and that was Holland with the track Construct from the album Experiments Against Reality. And don't forget, if you want to check out any of the music I play on the show, just click on the show notes. Uh, if you listen to the show on SoundCloud, there's a whole section there with all the links to the artists when I post uh, the show to Twitter and to Facebook. I include all the links so that you can go check out the artists for yourselves. And I would also like to do a very special shout-out to some new patrons. Or Actually, I think these are all returning patrons. Uh, we got Monkey Magics in the $25 Club. Monkey Magics, thank you so much for supporting the show. Now, here's the deal, Monkey Magics. You also sent me a letter with a request. Now, the thing is, that request does not fall in line with today's theme. So I'm going to read your letter next week when it is more appropriate. And I can play the song that you suggested. So look, you're getting you're getting multiple shout-outs, man, because that's what I do for my $25 patrons. They're very special people and I like to uh, make sure they know it so thank you very much monkey magics I will uh, read your letter next week and we got run the skyway in the triple six club hello run the skyway the mark of the beast you know I feel like I need to do something because now patreon has this thing where it displays in the currency of the country that you are in which means all of my specialty tiers, which were specifically tailored to U.S. dollars, don't make sense anymore. I'm Canadian, right? So there's a currency difference. And so the triple six club, which is the mark of the beast club, right? Satan, you know the drill. Um, it's actually the $9 Canadian club. So I don't know. Maybe I need to just call them words and not base the club names on the actual dollar amount. I don't know. You guys let me know. Does, is it confusing? Because I'm still calling it the triple six club. It's up to you folks. I don't know. I don't know what's good, what's not good. Uh, I, I know nothing. And, although this isn't technically a new patron, but Andrew Bennon, or he was Andrew Benson, now he's Andrew Bennon. That's right. And uh, so he left and rejoined instantly. So anyways, look, thank you all for supporting the show. You're all very, very cool people. Should we talk about these street cleaner codes? Actually, you know what? Let's listen to a song, and then we will, okay? Uh, I want to listen to this one from Volcor X. Of course, we met Volcor X uh, last year. Uh, he's a cool guy who makes cool music. Uh, this song is called Martian Shuffle, and it's from Heatwired Part 2, and in brackets, original soundtrack, because it was an original soundtrack. Uh, it's brought to you by the Kings of the Pattersons, Robert D. Bishop Collector, Chris Dance, and Mike Shima. I don't know what to say about you guys, except that you're very, very special to me. Uh, that's probably enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say, even though I say it every week. Uh, so let's listen to this. This is Volcor X with Martian Shuffle.
right, and that was Martian Shuffle by Volcor X uh, from the album Heat Wired Part 2. And it was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. People like Jose Arbello, the King of Hell, Jacob Wick, my semi-sonic friend, and City Hunter with the 42. And of course, Hugh Hefner in the 2666 Club. Now, what was I going to say? So Street Cleaner has a video game out. I don't know if you know this. It's a classic 8-bit style side-scrolling beat-em-up game. And of course, uh, you know Street Cleaner. I've had him on the show before. Uh, you can go back and listen to that show. I'll post a link in the show notes. And now he has a game. I think even Protector 101 is a character in there and a few other people. And it's available. I think it's just on Steam right now. So I have some codes to give away. Now here's the deal. Uh, I haven't really thought about how I'm going to distribute them. I've got five codes. Uh, you know what? You got a private message me on Discord. That's right. Join the Beyond Synth Discord. That's how you get these. So yes, is that going to uh, prioritize the people who are already on Discord? Yeah, so there you go. But that's more of a video game kind of crowd anyways. So, if you are the first five, I will take the first five messages I receive on Discord. You send me a message. You are allowed to send me a message without being my friend, right? Do you have to send, like, a friend request on Discord to do this? I think, no, I think you can just send me a private message. Just send me a private message on Discord and say, I want to try out Street Cleaner's game because Jesse sent me a message that says, Hello, I am American game developer Clean Streaman. I would like to give you and your listeners Steam key download codes to new video game. Uh, it's only on PC... And it's on Steam, okay? So do not take this code if you are, like, only on a Mac or whatever. It's a Steam code. I am sure they're uh, adapting this game for other platforms, but right now it's just PC. So if you want to play that game, Street Cleaners game, send me a message and I will send you a download code and I will give it to the first five. And uh, speaking of games, I... uh... (laughs) I made a stupid purchase and I bought Ring Fit. And if you don't know what Ring Fit is, it's for Nintendo Switch and it's like a ring and you put the controller in the ring and then you put one controller on a strap to your leg and then you do exercises. But it's like an adventure game. So your character is like to run, you actually have to run. The motion sensors in the Nintendo Switch controllers are actually pretty good considering playing games on the Wii back in the day and how inaccurate the... um, the controller would be and how it would drift all the time. The Switch ones are pretty good. And so it actually works, like the game actually works, where you run, and when you run, your character runs on screen, and then to shoot fireballs, you have to squeeze the ring, but it it has resistance. I don't don't know what the word for this particular workout tool is, but it's like a resistance ring or something. So to shoot fireballs, you have to squeeze it in, and then if you pull on it, you you create like a vortex to suck in coins and stuff, and then to fight the bad guys, you have to do exercises like squats, and then you like like fire a fireball like when you raise up on the squat and it- <laughs> It's stupid, but it actually works. Like, I got, like, I was doing some squats, and I got, like, really fucking worn out and tired, like, just squatting to, like, fucking fight some bad guys. So, anyway, I had fun. So, go check it out if you're one of those people like me who uh, never has the motivation to actually work out, but wish you could. I feel like I do like the game aspect of it. And I think, honestly, the only thing I wish was that it was quicker to set up. Because you still have to put the little Joy-Con in the strap that goes around your leg, and then you snap the Joy-Con into the ring and it doesn't take a long time but it is something like I kind of wish I just turned on the game and then the things were just ready to go but you got to keep those joy cons charged but that shows you how lazy I am so anyway let's listen to some more music and then we'll do birthdays okay this is Alsef A-L-S-E-P-H and the H is capitalized uh, from the album Information Society this is Cyber War
And that was Cyber War by Alsef from the Information Society album that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. We're talking about Alex Ellickson, Newmark, Jimmy the Hutt, Clint Dowling, the king of the $25 Club, Eurobeat Intensifies, and A Star Apart. Now listen here, A Star Apart. I already messaged Florence about this on Messenger, but go start a game of Mass Effect. You know the trilogy is is on Game Pass. I I was sort of waiting for an HD remaster because I feel like they are going to make one. I think they announced it. Because the more I think about Mass Effect, the more I think Florence would actually enjoy that. I don't know why I'm saying this on the show. (laughs) It's just, it's like a perfect blend of Star Wars and Star Trek and she doesn't really play games, but uh, Mr. A Star Apart does. So now I feel like this is some weird window into people's personal lives. Uh, Look, start that and just let her make the choices and then you play the game. Do it as a couples thing. Does anybody else want couples advice? <laughs> Ask me relationship questions. I'm real good with relationships. What was I going to say? Oh, right. Birthdays. Uh, okay, let's let's uh, cue up that fucking jingle, man. That's right, we do birthdays now. If you want a birthday shout-out, join the Patreon. Let me know when your birthday is. So I want to say a very special happy birthday. Now, this is for the week from... Uh, when is this episode? This episode drops on the 26th, right? Which means the next episode will be February 2nd. Okay, so I would like to have... Uh, I would like to have... <laughs> I would like to say a very special happy birthday to Edward Knights. That's right, Edward Knights is a cool guy, and his birthday's on the 29th. So happy birthday. That's in a few days. I hope you get everything you asked for, because I know you've been asking for it. No, that's not how that expression works. And, of course, I would like to have a very... Oh, my... Again? Jesus. (laughs) I would like to have a very... Why do I keep saying that? I would like to express... Do you express birthdays? I know you like express the poison if you like squeeze a cobra's uh, fucking poison sack or whatever. Um, Stu M, happy birthday, January 31st. That's in a few days time. Uh, Happy birthday to you. You actually wrote me a letter. It says, uh, hey, organized guy, thanks as always for doing your sterling work with Beyond Synth. You have definitely exceeded yourself to legionary status, in my opinion. I don't give that status to too many people. To be honest, I've not given it to anyone before, you lucky bastard, you. Good luck with the show, dude. It's Ace. And to see how it's grown and evolved over the years, you've done yourself and all the listeners and watchers with your Patreon vids and now Andy Spaceship proud. It's me birthday, 31st January. So I know you're a busy man, but I'll ask anyways. If you do a shout out and accompany it with your utilizing your keyboard with some beyond synthy sounds, I'll double my Patreon for next month. Promise, cross me heart. P.S. I'm not trying to buy you like some kind of cheap hooker, so you don't have to do it if you want. Anyway, thanks again, Andy. All the best to you and yours, man, and stay safe down here and up there in that spaceship. Well, thank you, Stu M. Maybe I'll whip something up. Just give me a sec, because I've got one more birthday. I would like to say happy birthday on this February 1st. That's almost a week from when this posts. To Thomas Berg. Thomas Berg, happy birthday to you. I'm not sure if I have anything clever to say. Uh, Thomas Berg, right ahead. There we go. <laughs> have I have I lost your Patreon support? Anyway, listen, thank you all for being awesome patrons of the show, and happy birthday to you guys. Now, listen here, Stu M. I'm going <laughs> to... All right. Just because I'm in a funny mood. I am going to boot up FL Studio. We'll do a little, little beat here, and I'm just going to use... 
I'm going to use the words from your letter and make a song. So, uh, it's my birthday, January 31st. I know you're a busy man, but I'll ask anyway. All right. And you'll double the Patreon? All right. You think I won't dance for nickels? I'll do it. Uh, okay, I'm going to call this song Stu M. Uh, double the Patreon and... Uh, Double the uh, and triple the M. How about that? <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. So <laughs> I put an echo on my voice. All right. you like that (laughs) all right listen let's listen to some proper music uh this is a track from quantum tarantino it's called walking through time it's brought to you by my awesome patreon supporters in the 25 dollar club we're talking about restless nights honeybeard tim carlton johnny five and kempson and uh, you're gonna dig this this is quantum tarantino with walking through time
And that was Walking Through Time by Quantum Tarantino, which is a fun name. I dig it. Uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters uh, in the $25 Club. Awesome people like Ken Giroux, Martin Larby, Blake Peterson, uh, and uh, yeah, how about Ashley Keegan? Go check out Ashley Keegan over there at Forged in Neon. Oh, and go check out Martin Larby because he's PF Synth. There's all these websites and bloggers doing cool synthwave stuff. So go do that. What else? Oh, I just finished Cobra Kai Season 3 and I enjoyed it. That's my review. I think uh, Season 1 started out really strong. Season 2 felt a bit... I still enjoyed it, but the best way I can describe it, although not everyone gets this reference, is Season 2 of Cobra Kai felt to me like Degrassi, the next generation. And if you don't know what that is, Degrassi... Degrassi was a Canadian high school drama from the 80s, and it just dealt with real-world issues, but the actors in the show weren't, like, professional. I mean, like, some of them were, but they really cast, like, realistic-looking kids in the roles, so it was, like, a high school show, but with, like, actual high school students, like, not, like, 30-year-olds playing high school students and stuff, and it dealt with all sorts of serious topics that kids were dealing with, like, drugs and abortions and all these things, and in the late 90s or early 2000s, maybe it was, like, 1998 or 99 or something, they rebooted the show, and it was called Degrassi The Next Generation, and all the kids from the old Degrassi were now, like, the parents of the new kids, and they brought all the old actors back, and some of them worked at the school, like, one of them was like the teacher and stuff like this and I really felt like season two of Cobra Kai felt like Degrassi like even the music even the kind of soap opery sort of things that were going on and they really focused a lot on the kids and I felt like season three kind of got back to where I think the show works best where it really focuses on like the adults and then mentoring like one kid like even though there's a whole classroom I think the show works best when Johnny is mentoring Miguel, Like, those are usually the scenes that work the best. And when Daniel is, like, sort of mentoring his daughter, and in the previous seasons when he was mentoring Johnny's son, it was like, those were the scenes that worked for me more, and it was the classroom stuff that sort of worked a bit less. And I also, in season two, I did not care for the comedy relief beard guy. I just felt like the sense of humor of the show is Johnny. Like, he's so funny and so well-written. And when they bring in another character who's like, he's the wacky comedy relief guy, it was like, it didn't work for me. So season three was, I felt like, a return to form and it's so cheesy, it's amazing. Like, I watched that show with my wife, and we were just laughing our heads off. Like, every time they'd, like, revisit an old character from one of the movies, and they would show you, like, a flashback, like, right as they meet them, like, just to remind you who the person was. And it's, like, it's so cheesy, but it's awesome. And so that show puts a big smile on my face. Like, I know it's cheesy. I know there's some people who are just like, but it's cheesy. But it's, like, it's cheesy in the best way. I don't know how to really explain that. It's, like, it's it's the best kind of cheesy, where it's just fun and funny and, yeah, and satisfying. And then there's moments where it just gets like really hardcore for like a second. Some of like the violence in it is like, oh, that was pretty fucked up. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's not like people are getting their heads ripped off or anything, but it was still pretty intense. But um, yeah, that's my review. All right. Season three of Cobra Kai gets a thumbs up from me. All right. So how about this? Let's listen to one more track and then we will go chat with the Goondock Saint. So I want to listen to this one from Sour Patch Boys. Uh, It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the 1980s club. That's right. 1986, we got Badge Mickelson. 1985, we got the Buchelman sisters, Sarah and Rachel. Maybe I'll give a name to this other club. The more than 10, less than... (laughs) What should I call this club? It needs a name. How about this? You all like Blade Runner, right? This is now The Replicants. 
The Replicant Club. Well, it's the Replicant Club for this week. If you guys think of a better name, uh, a club for the more than $10 club, but not $20 club. Awesome people like Dennis LaFunk, Prophet of Jupiter, Hampus ML, and Chatterack, Luke Jackson, Skywolf, Mads Baron Christensen, Retro Serenade, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Celia Lane. Help me name this club, awesome listeners of Beyond Synth. And while you're doing that, listen to this song from Sour Patch Boys. This is Elements.
And that was Elements by Sour Patch Boys. Yeah, that's a cool track. And now, uh, let's go chat with the Goonduck Saint. Well, I am here right now with the Goondock Saint, a.k.a. Now, what's your uh, real name? Thorsten is my real name. Thorsten, okay. Yeah. That is uh, all the way from Germany, correct? Yeah, greetings from Germany. It's really dark here. At the moment, we have 6 p.m. and it's dark as night so I love this part of the year. I really like uh, when it's getting dark early so I can get into my little home recording studio here and try to create new stuff. Are you a night owl? Mm, not really, not really. Uh, I'm more the morning person, but because of the fact that I'm having a daytime job and uh, the Gundog Saint is my hobby and I, I do have family. My kid, my son is 10 years old, so I really have to do my creative things at the evening when everything is getting a little bit slower here and the kid is getting into bed, so this is the time when I'm getting creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's hard for me because I don't have an office. My desk and my spaceship and all this stuff uh, where I film and my cameras, it's all just in the corner of the living room. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do have an additional room here. I do have an, a nice view because my computer and my monitor and everything is in front of a window. And when I look out of the window, there is a forest and we are living on a, a cottage. It's something like a farm it is. And um, so it's really nice here and I can be nicely uh, creative in my little space. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't need much, right? You know, you just have a screen and a computer, put some headphones on and... That's right. And a, and a synthesizer. And I do have an, an electric guitar because I'm from the age of 15 on. That's now 30 years ago. I'm a, a metalhead. So I... Uh, at first I learned playing keyboards at the age of 10 or 11 I think it was and then at the age of 15 when I'm Scorpions or Halloween, Running Wild Shure, Metallica, Slayer and uh, such things popped up into my life I learned playing um, electric guitar. Yeah, were you ever in any bands? At the moment I'm just all by myself but uh, from the age of 15 until 2005 I played in bands. One band I I played drums. I learned playing drums by myself. Um, we had a little record deal and we had a booker, a management, and some weekends we were performing live all over Germany. And yeah, that was a fun time. So what happened to that? They tried to get the next step and I had to take drum lessons and I, I didn't have the time to take drum lessons. So I decided maybe it is better to quit is quit is a hard word but uh, I, I, I quit and gave an, another drummer who was an awesome drummer and I think he's an awesome drummer right now so I uh, decided to give him the place and it was the best for the band so the, those people are still playing uh, no 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 they uh, quitted the band three years after I 
decided to quit, they uh, stopped playing because our guitarist went to England where he was studying biology. Our bass player was in Berlin or near Berlin and uh, all the um, people playing in the band were set over Germany. So it was really complicated to bring them all together to play or to work on new songs or to play shows. And so they decided to uh, break up. Well, it sounds like uh, doing music solo is a lot easier than all this. It was quite difficult at uh, the beginning because it was completely new for me. In the, in the past, there were four or five of us who were writing the songs, we were discussing what's working, what's not working, and so now when I started with The Good Not Saint, I had to take all of these decisions by my own, and um, it was not easy to release my first EP back in oh, 2016 or at the beginning of 2017 I released my first EP and um, yeah it was hard because everything positive or negative uh, every feedback I get I will get all on my own so in the in the past there were four of us or five of us or three of us who uh, are yes sorry I have to apologize because I'm from Germany and my English lessons back in school are out <laughs> nearly 30 years ago so sharing uh, uh, sharing the criticism yeah thank you that that <laughs> the point this is uh, that what i'm wanted to say yeah and and now it's all on my own so uh, it was really a struggle to get to the point so now the stuff i'm creating is ready to be released and um it was the evening i decided to release it on bandcamp it was exciting <laughs> yeah it, it was really exciting but now i'm totally fine with it to create the stuff all on my own and i'm uh, loving it because i don't have to discuss with someone else i can make what i want and uh, no one else is trying to change my ideas yeah 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 well look speaking of this music let's listen to some all right okay so I want to uh, listen to this track. This was from Neon, or N.E.O.N. from uh, December 2017. Yeah, it's, it's Neon. I Neon, but I thought with the dots it looks a little bit fancy. See, I, I like reading uh, verbatim what people write. <laughs> anyway, look, the point is this. There's a cool song. It's called The Equalizer by the Goondock Saint.
And that was The Equalizer by the Goondock Saint. And I am here right now with the Goondock Saint, Torsten. Hello. From Germany. Yeah, Germany it is. So, uh, why the Goondock Saint? I like the Goonies. I'm a really, 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 really big fan of the Goonies. I think it's the movie I watched the most in my life and I really like the Boondock Saints so I thought it's a <laughs> funny switch between or mash up between uh, those two movies the Boondock Saints and the Goonies when you watched the Goonies when you were a kid did you watch it in German? yeah in German how's the dub? I really like it so I, I watched it in, in English too uh, later, but I'm totally fine with the synchronized version of it. Was it weird at first to like watch it in English to hear like the, the real voices? No, I really like the original voices from any movie. I'm a fan of Asian movies too, and uh, the, the synchronization of Asian movies here in Germany is so... It's a catastrophe. So I'm uh, familiar with watching it in uh, Cantonese or Mandarin with English subtitles. So I really like the sound of the voices. And in English, I think I understand English as good as so that I can uh, watch movies in, in the original language. Yeah, but it, it, it was no surprise for me to watch The Goonies in, in the original version. Now, is it called The Goonies in Germany or is it called like Hair Goonies or something? Like, what do they call it? D-Goonies. <laughs> it's D-Goonies, uh, if you would read it as an English person. It's, uh, it's written D-Goonies, but it's D-Goonies, because you have the one word. We have der, die, das. Der, die, das is the in English. So it's the Goonies. Why? Uh, so what's the difference? Because I, I know in French they have uh, masculine and feminine. So they'll have like learn and Yeah, that's the, the, the difference too. It's uh, der is masculine, die is feminine, and das is neutrum. Not the one, not the other. So it's the thing. When would you use das then? So that can you use das to replace D or der? Or does it have to be specifically... It is not dear dare, so it is das. It's uh, maybe uh, the book, das Buch. The man, der Mann. The woman, die Frau. Die Frau and das Boot. Wait, is that what that movie means? I've never watched it. I thought it was a submarine. Uh, the boat, you mean, das Boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, this is, uh, there are not much German movies I really like, cause I think everything which uh, is made here in Germany, or a, a lot of movies made here in Germany, have a, a, a television look. So there are a few German movies I like, and Das Boot, The Boat, is one of the greatest movies ever made in Germany. It's fantastic. Yeah, the same, it's the same in Canada, where like, we just don't have the same money as the states for, you know, movies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, movies here are always kind of like quirky and sort of small kind of indie sort of things. You know what I mean? But it's never really the kind of movie I like, you know, because I like robots and guys with capes and time travel yeah. and stuff. You, you do have the roadkill superstars. What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, Turbo Kit and Summer of 84. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I never refer to them as the roadkill superstars. Yeah, they, they, they call themselves the roadkill superstars. RKSS. Oh, you know what? I never knew that's what it stood for. <laughs> <laughs> so 
well, here, a guy from Germany, uh, from Germany had to, to tell it. <laughs> Sometimes there's just so many acronyms that I never even think about them because I, I, uh, I only ever talk to JP from Lamatos because he's the cinematographer on those things. He was the cinematographer. That, uh, that was new for me. I, I do have the soundtrack of Summer of 84 by Lamatos and I really like the soundtrack of, of Turbo Kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, I mean, they did the soundtrack and then JP... Uh, the one guy from Lamatos is a uh, yeah. he's a uh, cinematographer, and so he has a camera and he uh, he films movies and stuff. And he's a talented guy. Cool, yeah. I really like Summer of '84. The movie is a blast. I really like the atmosphere of the movie, the feeling of the '80s, and the soundtrack is amazing. And the plot twist at the end is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers. I want to. Uh, I'm trying to think of this other German. It was a movie or show. I saw... Okay, I remember when I was young, we had this TV station that played, like, international productions. Okay, yeah. And I remember some German series, and the title was always stuck in my head, but I never watched it because it seemed like some super serious, like, adult drama, and it was called... Heimat. What what does Heimat mean? Okay, Heimat is, uh, like, home. It's your... Canada is your home. Canada is deine Heimat. You're living in Canada, so Heimat means home. It was like some series of things. I just remember, like, I was a kid, so I just remember, like, they were advertising this, and it just seemed very, very serious. And I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. So I didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the uh, present time, Netflix series from Germany are... Well, Dark, right? Right, Dark. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to watch that one. Everyone likes that one. Yeah, Dark is, is is really, really great. They called it the German Stranger Things, but that's not real. That's not real. I, I think the atmosphere of Dark is a little bit like Twin Peaks-ish. Uh, I really like Twin Peaks, and I think the atmosphere of, of Dark is not the same at all, but a little bit like uh, like Twin Peaks. Yeah, why do they... Because uh, I, I, I haven't watched Dark, so I don't want it spoiled for me, but... Uh, yeah, no, 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 I, I don't tell... Uh, I, I feel like... Do people say that just because there's a weird like alternate world aspect to it or something like isn't there like a cave they go into yeah okay don't, don't don't tell i don't want to <laughs> there is an 80s plot twist and because there are a, a lot of of young kids playing in this series and the 80s and so i think this is the reason why they called it the german stranger things but it's total rubbish it's not german stranger things it is something really unique i think yeah well i, I mean i'm definitely gonna watch it for sure like Like, that is something I will get around to uh, uh, at some point, but there's just so many things to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And speaking of which, uh, one of those things we have to do is listen to more music, all right? Okay. So, we're going to move ahead here to Dark, <laughs> an oh, album Dark. Yeah, nice. yeah Dark. <laughs> from uh, 2018. That was a great segue. I didn't even plan for that to work that way. This is a cool track. It's called, well, it's Exorcism Workout, but there's an A in front of it, so I don't know if that changes yeah, the... Yeah, it's it's uh, from from aerobic. So yeah, so does that change the pronunciation of the word, or do we still just no, say? No, no, it's 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 again, yeah, it's um, um, a mashup between exorcism and aerobic. All right, so I'm just going to say it is exorcism workout. Yeah, by the Goon Duck Saint. That's me.
And that was the Goondock Saint with the track Exorcism Workout. And I am here right now with the Goondock Saint, Torsten. Yeah, that's me. So I should say, um, you make really cool music, man. Thanks. I like it a lot. Uh, I, you are, uh, you're one of those people who hits all the right notes for me. <laughs> you know, when I'm listening to your albums, I'm like, all right, this is good. Like, he, the song goes to places that I like. And I, I like that your songs kind of, um, well, we'll hear more later as we get to the more recent stuff. But they do have this sort of build. It's almost like cinematic, or the song starts one way, and then it sort of builds to like this cool thing. Yeah, I, cinematic. I think it's the, the the right word for it. So I'm I, I really like epic things and epic soundtracks and epic films, and I I do like small little silent films too, independent films and so on, but I also like the big movies like The Dark Knight, so he, my my song Le, uh, Le Chevalier Noir is inspired by The Dark Knight, it's uh, French for The Dark Knight yeah. The Chevalier Noir <laughs> That's what they actually call that movie, isn't it? In, in French, it's called Le Chevalier Noir. Yeah, it's interesting that that's their word for night, because since it's got the word horse in it. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's Horseman 2, I think. The, yeah, yeah. The, but uh, Chevalier is uh, has twice meaning. I think it can mean knight, and I think it can mean horseman. horseman. Yeah. I like the idea that it's <laughs> Horseman. Yeah. That's what that that's what they call Batman in France is the fucking yeah. <laughs> the, the Black Horseman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you do? It sounds like uh it's pretty busy over there. Like there's lots of stuff going on. Do you do you have time for any uh hobbies besides music? Uh, I'm a totally theme park fan. So I really like to go into theme parks like Disneyland or here in in, in Germany. It's uh, the movie park. It's my home park because I was born in the city where the movie park is uh, years ago, 1996. It was Warner Brothers Movie World and then it switched to Movie Park and Europa Park is here in Germany, Fantasia Land and I, I really like to ride roller coasters. So what are all these what the hell is Europa Park? Europa Park is the biggest theme park in Germany. It's something like Disneyland, a little bit smaller, but it's really, really, really big amusement park there are a lot of roller coasters and, and other rides and so I'm I really like the, and fun fairs. I like fun fairs. I like the atmosphere of fun fairs. All when when it's dark out there and all the lights are on and the 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 rides are moving and I I really like it. Since I'm a kid, I think my father took me back in time. Uh, took me to 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 my first fun fair and when I was two or three years old. And from this time on, I'm really a big fan of theme parks, amusement parks, amusement rides, fun fairs and so on and so on. Does your family like them or is it uh, your thing? No, my my wife is not as big fan as I am, but she really likes to ride roller coasters too and my kid likes it too. They both are not as enthusiastic as, as I am, but they they come with me. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if they like it or not. <laughs> Get in the no, car. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, 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 no. If, if they wouldn't like it, they don't have to come with me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what are some of your musical influences? Hans Zimmer 
is one of my inspirations. I, I really, really, really like his stuff, his epic soundings, the, the hybrid between orchestral things and electronic things. And I think another influence for me is metal, gothic metal. I'm really into, into gothic metal like Paradise Lost or My Dying Bride, Anathema, uh, such bands. Maybe there is, uh, I, I get some inspiration from then from a Norwegian band called Psychman. They uh, created my all-time favorite album called Radio Waves, and they do a hybrid between kind of Cure songs with electronics and uh, on this album and i think uh, this is an inspiration for me too yeah 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 what's your what's your favorite hans zimmer score whoa this is really really difficult the first time i recognized that i do like hans zimmer was in crimson tide i was in cinema at this time when crimson tide was playing in, in the cinemas and I, I was sitting in my seat and thought, what the hell is this soundtrack? It's so big and so epic and the choir and the orchestra and the electronic things. And the next day I went to um, a shopping mall and bought the soundtrack of Crimson Tide. So I think Crimson Tide was an initial start for me in loving what Hans Zimmer is doing. And Dark Knight is a great soundtrack. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is, is, a, is a really, really huge soundtrack. Interstellar, Inception, these things are really really big too. Thin Red Line. I could name so many of his soundtracks of his work. And was it a movie called Kung Fu Panda 2 in Canada? <laughs> with, with I didn't think it was going here. This is awesome. From DreamWorks, an animated, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, animated film with the little panda bear who was the chosen warrior. This soundtrack, it is a kids movie, but the soundtrack is great too. So, yeah. Wait, Hans Zimmer did the score for Kung Fu Panda 2? For all, uh, all three. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I never knew. So. <laughs> I think my favorite, I love Inception, man. Like the, uh, the score to Inception, there's a track called, I think it's called Mumbai or something. It's just mm -hmm. so big and it's got these awesome drums in it. That, like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that, that dude's Awesome. Yeah, he invented the taiko drums to to uh, soundtracks in The Last Samurai, I think it was. He uh, used to work with taiko drums in first place, and then he started using it in a lot of his soundtracks after Last Samurai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, talking about cool music, I want to listen to some more Goonduck Saint. We're going to move forward here to... The Arrival of the Saint. Oh, yeah. Which is from uh, 2019. And I want to listen to uh, track number one because it's pretty awesome. This one's called The Arrival slash The Saint. Yeah. By the Goonduck Saint.
tonight, and that was The Arrival, The Saint, by The Goondock Saint. And uh, I'm here with The Goondock Saint right now, Torsten. Yeah. Talking about Hans Zimmer. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that he composed Radio Killed the Video Star? I will Video Killed the Radio Star. No, I didn't. Yeah, this is uh, Hans Zimmer too. In the video of this song, he is playing the keyboards uh, in the back. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I will go look at that now. See, look at that. We get to learn stuff every day. That's fun. Yeah. You're composing music at night and stuff like this. So what do you do for work? Do you work from home? At the moment, I'm working from home because of Corona. The company I'm working for decided to get us all to homework because of safety reasons. But normally, I'm working at uh, the office for the biggest German skateboard company in the e-commerce. Oh, okay. What's your function at the company? Google Shopping ads, search engine advertising, all this direction uh, I'm working. So what does that mean exactly? Your company like builds skateboards or you sell them? Build them and we sell skateboards from like Santa Cruz or trucks from independent, from the big American companies. So we are um, um, something like, like Amazon for skateboards and for streetwear. Do you skateboard? I tried, but no, it didn't work out. <laughs> all of my friends were skateboarding and my, my brother, my, my cousin, all of them were skateboarder. I was the guy who was standing next to them and tried to look cool. I figure it would be like a rite of passage, like if you work for the skateboard company, that they make you ride around on one. No, 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 no. Not just skateboarding, it's youth culture. So there is some musical aspect, there are some fashion aspects, and all of them are melting together in this skateboarding thing. So, and I'm into the fashion part and into the music part, and so so they thought that I really fit nicely into this company. So what uh, what are the kids into these days? I feel like I'm an out of touch old man. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I'm I'm 45 and uh, yeah, <laughs> my my kid is playing a Nintendo Switch, I think, and Minecraft, and I do the uh, Fortnite and uh, skateboarding is a little little hype at the moment too. So that's good for us. And I don't know what uh, other hypes are for the kids today. Oh, see, I was curious if you had any insights because of your job. <laughs> no, no, no. It's I could uh, name you a few brands which are uh, really popular at the moment, like Carhartt, Volcom, Vans, Element, and, and so on. But uh, this is everything I can tell you from this side. I'm going to change my style so that I can blend in with all these hip kids. <laughs> the baggy trousers are coming back. Yes. Good. Okay. So baggy trousers. I'll put on a big oversized baseball cap and yeah. point it to the side. And stripes. Oh, stripes big? Yeah. And uh, a lot of color blocking. Well, maybe I'll do some stripes. I'll get a jacket like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I, oh, Tim Burton. I like Tim Burton. Danny Elfman is not an inspiration cause I think. He is Hans Zimmer is way out of my league too. But Danny Elfman is he is he's such a genius. Tim Burton was my favorite director when I was young. Yeah. So like when I was in like high school and stuff, I would say Tim Burton's my favorite director because he made a lot of movies around that time. Oh yeah, yeah. that I still really like a lot. Like I love Batman Returns as like one of my favorite yeah. films, and I like Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, Beetlejuice. But I don't know. But since high school, he hasn't really made anything I've liked. So I I, I no longer. 
longer refer to him as my favorite director because like Sleepy Hollow I, I liked really yeah everything after Sleepy Hollow okay. but then even at the time I still felt like there was something off about Sleepy Hollow I think it was like the end of that movie I found a little anticlimactic but when I look back I still do really like Sleepy Hollow in comparison to everything he's made since. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sleepy Hollow is still a movie I will choose to watch. Like, I'll, I'll put yeah. it in and purposefully watch it. But yeah, I don't think there's anything since then, man. And some of his movies are fucking annoying to look at. Like, did you ever watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with uh, Johnny Depp? No, I didn't watch. Dude, he just looks like such an asshole. Like, it's so, it's so hard to watch. Like, he just is so annoying, the performance he's giving. And like, it's just such an annoying movie. Okay, then I have done everything right not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, well look, how about this? We're going to do some stuff right right now and that's listen to more awesome music. So this is another one from uh, The Arrival of the Saint. It's called Return from the Upside Down and it's a cool track and it's by the Goonduck Saint.
And that was the Goondock Saint with Return from the Upside Down. And I'm here right now with Torsten, a.k.a. the Goondock Saint. Yeah, for this track, I was inspired by, you have to guess? Yes, uh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> no, not Batman. <laughs> no, 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 no. I give you a hint. Netflix? Mm, uh, the German Netflix series Dark. No, <laughs> it was Stranger Things. It's upside down. Yeah, man. Did you? Uh, I guess. Th is there even a German option, or do you have to watch Stranger Things in English? No, there's a German option. Did you watch it in German? I have to admit, yes. Do they still call it Stranger Things, or do they call it fucking Dust? Stranger Things. Okay. What would the translation be? Uh, Stranger Things, merkwürdige Sachen. Merkwürdige Sachen. Merkwürdige Sachen. Merkwürdige Sachen. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sort of mumbling over here. <laughs> when when the hell does season four come out? I don't know. I wonder if that was one of those delayed by COVID things. It might be. Yeah. A lot of, of series have been canceled because of, of uh, COVID-19. So uh, did you ever watch Glow? Yes, but I didn't finish. I watched the first few episodes of season three, but I never finished it. So they canceled the fourth season of it because of uh, COVID-19. They could not make it at the moment. So all the contracts of the actors would have run until the COVID-19 thing is done and uh, it would be too expensive for them to uh, let the contracts run until they finally could start working at season four. So they canceled it. Did you watch the whole thing? Yes, I did. I really like it. So how does season three end? Like, does it end with a cliffhanger or does it end like it could be the end? Now I have to admit, I watched so many things I could not remember if, if it was a cliffhanger or or uh, if it is an, uh, a closed finish. That's the only thing that pisses me off. Like, it's I'm fine with shows. Like, if you know, if they stop a show, it just sucks when they stop a show. But yeah. it's in the middle of a cliffhanger or something because then it gets really frustrating. I know what you mean. That uh, this is really a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> if you to to bleep it now when I say fuck. <laughs> So, if I say fuck at the moment, you have to... The way you worded that was amazing. I don't censor swearing in this show. Okay, so I can say fuck, because it's... Here in Germany, it's no problem to, to say scheiße or something like that. But I really think in, in the US, it's a problem to say fuck. Yes, well, they're very sensitive about uh, swear words and stuff. But I mean, like... <laughs> Fuck uh, gets its 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 origin from uh, Germany, I believe. Yeah, we 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 do say fuck too here in Germany. We we adapted it into our language, right? But I so. think the actual the origin of the word itself comes from a German word. I'll tell you this: the history. I'm going to type in the history of fuck into my search <laughs> okay, engine no. and hope to Christ I don't get anything horrible. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I just I'm just not going to do an image search. Uh, okay. Okay, fuck is a profane English language word. It is usually considered to be first attested to around 1475. Uh, let's see. Okay, German cognate. Oh, here we go. Uh, the word has probable cognates. What the hell is a cognate? In linguistics, cognates, also called lexical cognates, are words that have common etymological origin. All right, so basically just means it has origins in German. In other Germanic languages, such as German ficken. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Dutch yeah, yeah, that's Falken, the meaning of yeah. uh, Norwegian 
Fuka <laughs> points to a possible etymology where common Germanic fuck comes from. This is <laughs> because there's something about uh, the uh, the German language because it has these sounds. You know, it's got like these <laughs> and things like this. That's right. Yeah, we do have a lot of <laughs> and some <laughs> noises like that. And it's those are the satisfying ones. You know, if you stub your toe or if you hit something, it's it's only satisfying to say words that sound harsh. Yes, that's right. Because the feeling is harsh too. That's the problem. I've been trying to swear less around the house, but it's so hard. And so I end up saying really weird words because I used to swear too much. So now certain words aren't satisfying for me anymore. So I go to the the worst ones. <laughs> and so if I try and stop myself from saying them, I end up saying weird things all the time. And so... <laughs> That's been my experience lately. Every time I stub my toe or something dumb happens now, like I I, I, I start to say the word and I'm like, ah, oh, car, and then I the kids are around, so I'm like, car, <laughs> and then I walk away. <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, I got a son who's nine, and uh, I've got a daughter who is four. So okay, you have to watch what you're saying. Yes. I mean, like, they still hear me swear from time to time, but that word <laughs> I usually do stifle before it happens. But then, of course, I just end up, yeah, I say car a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of yeah. car. <laughs> it's so stupid. You can say kaka. It's shit. Oh, shit. Oh, kaka. Ah, it's not good enough. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's, it's not good enough for me. I need, uh, I, I need the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you need the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to music. Are you uh, working on some new stuff right now? Uh, I am working on some collab things. Friends of mine who do have an acoustic duo with acoustic guitarists planning to release an acoustic guitar electronic mashup album. And they asked some people they know to interpret their songs in an electronic way. So I made two songs with them together. And right at the moment, I'm trying out some orchestral libraries because with my last three tracks, two of them I release, running out of time and uh, They are some kind of trailer music with a lot of orchestral things and a lot of synthy things and so on. And I'm trying to compose in, in, in that direction at the moment. Well, that sounds cool, man. And speaking of your more recent stuff, uh, we're going to move ahead to your latest EP, uh, A Thin Red Line. And uh, we talked about it before, yeah. but uh, maybe we'll actually listen to it. This track is called Le Chevalier Noir by the Goondock Saint.
And that was the Goondock Saint with Le Chevalier Noir, which of course is French for the Dark Knight. And I am here right now with Torsten, a.k.a. the Goondock Saint. Hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) It's just nice to come back after like talking like that and then just have this little pleasant, uh, hello. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this uh, this last uh, EP you put out, it was great, eh? Like every song was good. Thank you. I like the sound. I like how every song kind of has this build and uh, this like big bass sounds and stuff. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think my brother is my greatest critic because he, every time he listens to a song from me, he says, oh, I hear it's a song from you because it's so and so and so and so and you're doing it every time. <laughs> But I really think it's only my brother because he knows me as good as no one other does and he, we used to play together in bands way before and so he really knows how I compose my tracks and he says that he would recognize my tracks of a lot of other tracks yeah yeah what does he just notice the uh, the chord progressions maybe and the the build up of the songs maybe the storyline I'm telling and I know what, what he means and uh, this is uh, something I want to try to get out of my comfort zone because I I do have a way how do I arrange my songs mostly it's, it's an intro then the first verse the chorus second verse the, then a bridge and the last chorus a lot of my songs are built up like that and um, it's, it's not boring me because I'm, I'm making this music and I'm really liking this music but I really have to work hard to do it not that way so and this is a reason why I'm trying to get more into the orchestral direction because I think I do have other possibilities there to compose my songs it's not the pop song build up it's more uh, wide open yeah yeah but I way man I like it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell your brother to go to hell. I think okay. Yeah. I will. I will. You, you have to tell me when the episode here is online, and then I will send him the link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Torsten's brother. He's called Swen. Swen. Yeah. The Goondock Saints. Uh, no, no, he's not the Goondock Saints. He is. Well, but they're brothers, right? So yeah, we are brothers. That's well, I right. mean, like, well, the Boondock Saints are brothers. I don't know what they. G- yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to draw some parallels. Did you ever watch Boondock Saints two? I tried to watch it, but uh, it was not as good as the first part. Yeah, not not uh, not great. No, it was really weird. The the one guy, not Norman Reedus, but the other brother, he just looked like a different person in that movie. Yeah, what time between the two movies? Ten years more? Yeah, but his face was just i don't know if he had like plastic surgery or something but he he just looked different because i remember like there's just certain scenes where i'm like is he even the same guy like i just found it confusing have you watched the third part of bill and ted yes i thought keanu reeves stunt looked like a several snape from harry potter yeah <laughs> like the movie was fine it's okay okay the thing is not so much about what keanu reeves looks like but that he doesn't really act the same uh, okay whereas like alex winter yeah is sort of doing a better job of 
like maintaining the character. Okay. It's a funny thing because people always say that about Keanu Reeves, like, oh, like he, he doesn't age and stuff like this. But I think his beard is doing a lot of work, right? Like his beard is, <laughs> yeah. is hiding his age. And when he shaves the beard off, then he looks more his age. Yeah. I mean, he still, look, he still looks great for a guy his age. Like, like yeah. I'm not going to fucking mess around. But what like, do they say in, in, in the original version? Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. In Germany, they translated it with Hoshi. Hoshi? Hoshi. It, does that mean anything? It does not have any sense. It is a word they came up with for the movie. <laughs> so in the German version, they made up a gibberish word? Yes. They, they called every time they say, volle Kanne Hoshi. Hoshi? Hoshi, yeah. Why? I mean, why wouldn't they just... If they're going to make up a gibberish word, why wouldn't they just use the English word then? Maybe it was end of the 80s, at the beginning of the 90s, the both parts were released. Uh, and I think they thought that the German audience was not right to understand something like, like Dude, because the generation who grew up with English in school is my generation, and maybe a few years uh, before my My generation, but every other people here in Germany who are a lot older than me, they don't speak English. So I think they made up the word Hoshi so everyone could guess what they mean. I'm gonna uh <laughs> I'm gonna go on YouTube now and see if there's a fucking Bill and Ted's Virucht Reich Dirsch Dust Gensites Gestaffelspiel mit dem Todd. I don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> Bill und Ted's verrückte Reise durch die Zeit. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Maybe uh, you could uh, translate it with Bill and Ted's crazy journey through time. <laughs> Perfect. That's all that matters to me, man. Yeah. Well, look, how about this? Let's listen to one more song and then maybe we can uh, wind this down. Is that uh, cool with you? Fine for me. So, I like to listen to this song, which is another one from Thin Red Line, and it's pretty awesome. It's called A Love Song for a Replicant, and it is by the Goondock Saint.
And that was the Goondock Saint with a love song for a replicant. And I have been chatting with the Goondock Saint, a.k.a. Torsten. Yeah. We can wind this down. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you uh, want to talk about? I don't know. Maybe I'm a really big friend of the sitcom Friends. I really love it. And this one I really watched just in English because the German version is such crap. It's so not funny. The German version couldn't capture the uh, the sarcastic intonations of nope. Chandler Bing. Yes. I love Chandler Bing. <laughs> every every character from Friends is great, but I Chandler is my absolute favorite. <laughs> Miss Chenandla Bong. Did they yeah. show that at the exact same time as it was on American TV? I think there was a little delay between the American broadcasting and the German broadcasting, but it was a big success in Germany too. So when a new season starts in America, there was not much time left. Then they released it here in, in Germany. Did they ever try and make like a German remake or anything? Yes. Yes. Oh, they yes. did? I never watched it. And I think there were only two or three episodes they broadcasted and they put it back into the place where the sun don't shine. Hold on here. German Friends Remake. Friends Remake starring Uzo Aduba. What is this? Tony Erdman. DMC. Final Fantasy Remake. Oh, fuck, my search engine sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what are you using? I'm using DuckDuckGo. Ah, okay. I think they are using Bing. Is that right? Uh, maybe. I have no idea. I'm not really, like, super tech savvy. Like, I just... If somebody says, like, hey, use this, it's more private. I'm like, okay, like... There is a German search engine, Ecosia, it's called. And for every search, they are planting a tree. You mean they plant a literal tree? Yeah, that's uh, see, right. I, th I thought, yeah, I thought you were saying like they plant a tree, like a metaphorical one, like they track your information and then they it, like it spreads out throughout the. Oh no 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 the, no, no, no! They are really <laughs> interested in working against uh, uh, climate change. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think too. People bring up Germany a lot in terms of uh, its use of renewable energy sources. Yeah, that's um, a really big issue here. So they are trying to make the change into better energy like wind energy sun and so on you have solar panels on your roof i just called them panels yes uh, something like that are here on our roof it's called photo photovoltaic it's working with sun power too but not like solar power it has to do something with sun water and Hot. Yeah, I think I've, I had some friends who had that where they heated their pool like that, where it's just like tubes that run on the roof and the, the sun just heats up the tubes and heats up the water. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Might as well use that energy, man. It's out there for us to use. That's right. You have to grab it just. Well, look, man, listen, it was uh, it was nice chatting with you. People should go and check out the Goondock Saint. Yeah, on Spotify, on Bandcamp, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Spotify, if you want to buy my music, you can do it on Bandcamp. And if you want to see my social media stunts, I don't know if it's if it's a stunts, but uh, Instagram or 
Twitter or Facebook. You jump off that solar roof of yours? Is that one of your stunts? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm 45 years old. I don't jump from any roofs yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. I, I barely walk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we are happy if we get out of bed every morning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, listen, you make cool music. Thank you. And uh, I like it, and people should go listen to it. And you have a lovely German day. Uh, Evitas, no, how do you say goodbye? Yeah, goodbye. Tschüss. Ciao. It's Italian, but here in Germany, we also say ciao. Tschüss. Mach's gut. Eins, weins, Polizei. That's the only This is a really, really, really dark chapter of German music history. Well, the thing is, though, but he was Italian. He was Italian? Oh, okay. So it makes even less sense. <laughs> yes, but a lot of 80s Italian pop was produced in the 80s in Germany, like fancy. And then they would just make them speak German? No, no, no. They, they sung in, in Italian, but... Uh, They wrote and produced the stuff in Munich. It was an, 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 a documentary by a German TV station which tried to figure out how the 80s Italian music worked. And so they said that the most of the Italian synthy pop things from the 80s was produced in Germany. See, I wonder if that was the reason. Because, yeah, Modo... He was Italian, and I, we listened. He had a few songs that they we used to sing them, but like just because they're hilarious, because <laughs> he just repeated the same words over and over again. There was there was Einswein, yeah. Polizei. You know. Then there was this other one called Gematanzen, and then what was the other one? Fucking good, good, super good, 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 super good, 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 Whoa. super good, and uh, yeah. he was. Like, <laughs> Oh, whoa, yeah. I think I do have nightmares. Game of Tanzen! Game of Come, come! Good, good, super good. Good, good, super good. It was fucking Modo. <laughs> Anyways, listen. I'm sorry. Listen, you have a lovely day. Thank you. Keep on making cool music, and we'll keep uh, playing it on the show. I will try, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me in your show. All right, and that was my conversation with the Goondock Saint. I hope you enjoyed that. Tune in next week where my guest will be somebody. <laughs> no spoilers. And until then, have a lovely week. Thank you all, of course, for supporting the show. Don't forget to check out Beyond Synth on Patreon or PayPal by going to beyondsynth.com. And if you want a birthday shout out, uh, let me know when it is so I can do that. You know, and that's about it. That's all I have to say. I've got to go and edit. I got to go edit next week's show. So listen, uh, you're all cool. Be cool. Keep being cool. Cool runnings. Cool in the gang. Uh, cool world. You know, have you ever watched Cool World? I just put that movie on the other day. It was. I mean, I didn't finish it. To be fair, I watched like the first maybe 20 minutes, and it was uh, not great. Doesn't quite have the same budget as Who Framed Roger Rabbit and. They're mixing live action with animation. It's like, you know, Brad Pitt's in there and stuff. And But the character, like the human people are never really looking at the cartoon characters. Like the eye lines are all off and it's all, um, anyway, what am I doing? Look, I gotta go. I'll see you next week on Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Thanks for
Beyond Synth is made possible by the supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a supporter at patreon.com slash beyondsynth or donating via PayPal at beyondsynth.com. If you want to submit music to the show, please email beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. May the Force be with you.